Did you hear something? No. Hmm. Did I? I don't know. Welcome to Simpsons time. Today we're going to talk about a very strong episode from season 10. Uh, This one is called Mom and Pop Art. And it is the one where Homer becomes an outsider artist because he's discovered by... An art dealer played by Isabella Rossellini, who becomes sort of his mentor. And I'm going to do something very unusual this Simpsons time. To wit, I'm going to let you guys request what uh, the outro song is going to be for today's Simpsons time. And it's between these two choices. A, Arrivederci Roma is sung by Dean Martin. And B, Coconut by Harry Nielsen. Uh, Both of which appear in the episode. So, please make your requests now on the Accu playlist for this show. If you are listening live. If you're listening on the archive, I can't help you. You are not participating in this. So this was written by Al Jean. Uh, He had been working at Disney uh, post the critic failing and then came back to The Simpsons. And this was one of the first ones he wrote when back. And it's really uh, not that much characteristic of him as a writer. Al Jean and Mike Reese really like to... Um, make a lot of sort of winky showbiz jokes and uh, do a lot of like sort of wild cutaways and stuff, um, which you see a lot in the show, The Critic. Um, But this one, I mean, while it does have that really amazing uh, art dream sequence when Homer is in the museum, ends up being quite linear and quite for the Simpsons, um, I don't want to say down to earth because it is quite a wacky series of events that happen. Um, but for Al Jean, I find it uh, realistic, which is a funny thing to say in a one um, where Homer floods the entire town. <laughs> Spoiler. I find that it is a little similar to a later episode where Mo becomes a poet and they take him to Breadloaf and there's like all kinds of 
explanation about what it is to be in the literary world and, you know, um, guest voices by known authors and stuff. It's a little bit like that, except I find Mom and Pop Art to be the more successful of the two episodes, probably because visual art is so much more fun to draw. <laughs> And, you know, to, the world of visual art is much more fun to explain to people than the world of literature, IMO. But yeah, I mean, for such a sort of off-the-wall and out-of-left-field uh, concept, the jokes end up being more subtle than I've come to expect. Um, and I'll give you an example. At Homer's first gallery show, when um, Mr. Burns is looking at the failed barbecue pit, which turns into Homer's, you know, big success as an outsider art sculpture. He quips to Smithers uh, that he wants to invest in the thing, the objet, because he's still kicking himself for not buying Picasso's Guernica. And he says, I could have bought Picasso's Guernica for a song, and I missed the opportunity. Luckily, that song was White Christmas, and by holding on to it, I made millions! Um, which is such a funny joke, but it's all, it's more of a. Ah, ha, ha. You know, then a real, you know, knock down, drag out, funny, laugh aloud line. Uh, and by the way, I always thought that that was said by Krusty, and I was w searching high and low for it within the series, and uh, lo and behold, there it was, said by Burns instead. Um, So, the plot of the episode. Homer is lounging in his hammock, singing the coconut song with brand new lyrics, um, when Marge gets mad and forces him to go to the hardware store because, you know, most men do things around the house on their days off. He finds a barbecue pit that you have to put together yourself, and he brings it home, tries to put it together. Uh, there is just a, the tiniest of nods to the show Home Improvement, the sitcom, uh, in the sort of mu the little music cue that is played as soon as they get back to the house after switching scenes from the hardware store. Mom and Pop hardware, by the way. Very great uh, designs of and performances by the people who play mom and pop, the two teenagers who work at the store. Actually, mom has no lines, but it, the pop is basically the squeaky voice teen. And mom is the sexy teen girl uh, using the Dremel tool to, to file her nails. Uh, where was I? Um... Yeah, Homer, filled with rage, cannot assemble the 
barbecue pit and it becomes this manifestation, this physical uh, manifestation of the rage that he's feeling. It's just this bundle of mortar and bricks and, you know, with an umbrella in it. And when he's trying to get rid of it, that is when um, it strikes the car of Astrid, the art dealer. Um, and the, just another, just very small aside, when he's trying to dispose of the piece of art that he doesn't know yet is a piece of art in the uh, Toys for Tots bin, I love the thing where Wiggum notices him and sarcastically calls him Santa Claus many times, but with many synonyms for Santa Claus. Suddenly Homer's famous because of this one sculpture and he is encouraged to make lightning strike twice um, and he can't do it. He's given this just amazingly prestigious art show. All of these pretentious poser Euro trash people come, you know, in the hopes of buying his new hot sculptures. In the, uh, I believe the gallery is called Louvre American Style, which I enjoy. Uh, but at the unveiling, everyone is very disappointed because all of the sculptures are just lame copies of the first thing he did. So Homer is confused, but Lisa explains to him that he can do something more like conceptual art, like Christo did. And eventually, that is what he does. Um, we don't know. We, the audience, have no idea what's going to happen. Um, but he gets Bart to help him clog up all of the drains around town, the sewers, and... Um, put snorkels on all the zoo animals and then he opens up all the fire hydrants and uh, turns Springfield into like Venice and there's gondolas going through it and it turns out luckily everyone in town loves it because he's turned the town into a work of art and this is the provenance of the extremely famous line everything's coming up Millhouse because uh, the flood is what causes Millhouse to uh, reverse his stance on his hated high water jeans. There are many very funny jokes in here. Um, as usual, the throwaway ones are the funniest. Like, why must I fail at every attempt at masonry is one of the things that Homer is saying when he's cursing the barbecue girl. Uh, and when he and Marge are in the museum, I think maybe this is the funniest part of the whole show when um, just 
all everything that happens there when he's amazed by Klaus Oldenburg's pencil sculpture because he thinks that Klaus Oldenburg must be a giant. Like, that's what's impressive to him about it. Uh, and that comes right after he sees a Matt Groening panel with a frame around it, Akbar and Jeff, you know, um, hanging on the wall of the museum. And he goes, Matt Groening, that guy's not talented. And that's when the giant pencil, like, the eraser end sort of bumps against his head and you think that it's whatever, like a Chuck Jones style gag about him being erased by the animator, but no, it's just the Klaus Oldenburg sculptor. Uh, and then he falls asleep and he has this great um, dream that features many famous paintings, including ones by like Rousseau and Dali and you know, uh, the Picasso musicians turn into gangsters and they try to shoot him. And, um, and it ends with Andy Warhol chucking cans of soup at him, going, soup's on, fat boy! That's great. A plus to that. I love the two little exchanges between uh, Skinner and Ms. Krabappel. They are still very much, you know, in the throes of their relationship at this point. Um, but you see... You see them having, like, a tense conversation in the hardware store first, and then at the end, they're in the gondola together. And poor pathetic Seymour, you think he's gonna pop the question... He produces a jewelry box, but it is actually a hat pin for his mother. I'm going to ask you a question, and I hope the answer is yes. Do you think mother would like this hat pin? Oh, Seymour. Anyway, I just I just get so excited during Simpsons time that I end up talking too much, but I hope you've enjoyed today's Simpsons time. And per the request, here is the song. Thank you for listening to Simpsons time. <laughs> aired that uh, the Pope was visiting the New York, New Jersey area, and that's why people requested this above the Harry Nielsen. Oh, hello. This is future or uh, present Amanda Nazario here. <laughs> Concluding today's Simpsons time through the Debigulator, which I hope you enjoyed this week. 
I do so love this episode, Mom and Pop Art. Uh, it holds up some two years later. <laughs> now that Simpsons Time Through the Debigulator exists. Uh, I will say that I believe Pop of Mom and Pop Hardware is the squeaky voice teen. I don't think he was really altered at all. And it wasn't just a music cue that um, referenced home improvement. There was also a wipe. You know, the camera technique of the wipe that Kurosawa pioneered <laughs> and that Tim Allen also used. They, uh, that did happen in Mom and Pop Art when he's trying to put together the grill. Anyway, I hope that this week finds you well. I will be back next week with another uh, Simpsons Time Through the Debiculator. In the meantime, you can listen to Nazario Scenario. The playlists thereof can be found at wfmu.org slash playlists slash an Goodbye for now. I'll talk to you then.